Are you thinking about buying or selling a home, downsizing, investing? Are you relocating? Do you want to know your local market conditions? Are you behind on payments? Are you looking for improvement tips? Or what if your home didn't sell? This is Real Estate with Ryan, your hometown expert and most trusted source for up-to-date information. And now, your host, Ryan Coleman with Hometown Realty. Well, good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Real Estate with Ryan, live in the studios. So excited to be with you. My lovely co-host couldn't be here. It's baby countdown over here. So we got three weeks and counting. So she went to the doctor the other day, and then we're four centimeters, so four centimeters. She told me I really got a call the other day, and literally I was with a client, and we were upstairs, and I said, what in the world is four centimeters? <laughs> well, I think 10 means the baby's coming. Four means it could be here anytime. So baby Isaac is on the way. Um, she's got maybe a couple more weeks, so we're praying that uh, she's good to go here. But uh, thank you, all you guys, for asking about the baby. And thank, thank all my past clients. They even had one of our great clients, knit them some booties and a nice little hat and an outfit. So, so thankful for you guys. But April is ready. Baby Isaac will be here in a matter of weeks. So super excited at the Coleman house. So that's what's going on. January is here. Things are moving at a record, record pace. It seems like I just left some appointments today and the market is hotter than ever. Everybody's getting over the winter, the winter. Everybody's over the winter, Christmas with the weather going on here. Looks like East Tennessee's in full spring, you know, 60s and 70 degrees. Looks like we we could go right into spring. There will be no transition into winter. We'll go straight to uh, spring market. I saw something the other day and said that we're actually 45 days from spring. Now, it's hard to believe. I was asking Daniel. I said, Daniel, what do you think about that? 45 days to spring? Is that hard to believe? It's only 2020. and doesn't it feel like it's already getting upon us. So um, the market's doing well. If you're thinking about buying or selling, never a time like 2020. We've got a good show for you today. Uh, lengthy show, kind of get into the details. And I wanted to do this show because we help a lot of clients that come across this, um, family members, friends, relatives that are involved in this. I don't know if we've ever covered this on our show. So we're going to try to dive into it the best that we can. We're talking about probate in the real property. So how to handle real property during the probate process and how what are those steps? Where do you start? Um, obviously, let's start into this. Um, hopefully this show was helpful for you. Um, hope you never have to deal with this. But if you do, uh, we've done a lot of probate in the process and can walk you through and can guide you through that process. So what is probate? What is the process? And what does that actually mean? Where do we start? So probate is really the legal process of dealing with the decedent's affairs. So unfortunately, if somebody passes away, they're either going to pass away. And if they have real property or maybe they don't, they're going to file a probate. Well, when there's real estate involved, there's a certain process that you have to go about doing that. And we're going to talk about that today. There's all types of things to start during that process. Um, when can I sell the house? Is there a time frame, Ryan? Do I have to wait a year? Um, what are these steps during that process? And it can be frustrating. So you got two things. And a lot of our clients, they're from out of state. So they have no interest of keeping the property. More than likely, they're going to sell it. But it's very hard to transition um, let's say you're in Ohio, Michigan, or Florida, and then you've got a loved one that's passed away here and you're dealing with all that. So like on our show, the first step that you want to do is, even if you're not going to put it on the market right away, get with somebody that knows the probate process, good probate lawyer, 
good real estate agent that can help you because there's going to be several steps we're going to have to walk you through that can be your best friend during this process and save you a lot of time and aggravation, especially if you're seven or eight hours away having to come back. It could be a big strain on the family. So let's talk about probate and certain types of that. Um, probably the first type of step that you may want to start during this process, if you are handling that estate or you the are the appointer of the state is determining the ownership of the property. The quickest way to do that is get a copy of the deed, the deed at the courthouse. I know now online we have an access to at least a lot of our deeds. Um, if you pay a small subscription, you can access the deeds without going down to your local courthouse, which has made it really, really beneficial, especially for those guys out of state. And then identify parcels of property. Sometimes we have parcels of properties where there's adjoining lots, um, they're not attached. So let's say we're on a five acre track, but he also has an acre track that's not deeded with the house, but it's a separate lot. So identify all the parcels, make sure that you have a full record of that when you're filing the probate in that process. Then title's big as well. That's the biggest thing. Sometimes we do trust. Sometimes we have them uh, just in the husband's name, the wife name, um, different ways. So understanding that ownership is a very, very uh, important part. Now, understanding in, in Tennessee, what is real estate really is usually in our area, it's going to be jointly owned. So if you're married, more than likely, you're going to be tenants in the entirety. So this is kind of getting back into our real estate. When we, we started, I remember we did all the tenants, tenants entirety, tenants in common. What is all that? Well, this is really where we're getting into it. And we talk about that type of ownership that you're going to have into the property. So if you have a spouse, whether they're on the deed or not, they're going to have 50% share into that when the tenant's um, entirety. The entirety is in the default. And really, basically, married persons that own real estate through this ownership include the right of survivorship. So what that means, if for some reason um, one of the spouses passed away, the automatic ownership rolls over to the surviving spouse. Upon the death of the first spouse, the spouse automatically owns the whole property without no reason to do anything. The surviving spouse and tenant by the entirety has sole ownership and full power to encumber the whole property. So won't get into all the weeds on that, but basically if you're married, you're going to have the right of survivorship. It should pass to your spouse. Some non-married people in real estate consider it tenants in common. Very, very common. All you want to know is tenants in common. And why that's important is you're going to have a fraction of ownership versus automatically joint. So there could be a percentage there. Um, one of the biggest things on tenants in common, you will, you'll find partnerships or different things like that. Um, so right of survivorship marriage is probably the most common that we see, but sometimes there is that tenants in common. Time means everything in, in a probate. In Tennessee, here's the most important part. In Tennessee, this is one of the biggest questions we have. Do I have to wait a whole year? Um, the answer is no, but it can be very tricky. Uh, so first thing I'm going to get you is, is get with a good probate lawyer that can cover all your legal questions. But here's some information that we deal with on a basis that may be able to help you. Tennessee requires 30 days from the decedent's death um, before the petitioner can claim a probate. Now, probate has not been open uh, property or subject to claims by the creditor from up to one year at the decedent's death. So what that means is you got 30 days ideally to open it and you got up to one year once you claim it 
to have all your debts and everything pretty much settled. Now, one of those opportunities and one of the bigger things that sometimes when we deal with properties and probates and dirt certain definitions into that would be sometimes we get the property going, uh, the representative for the probate gets moving and we forget this most important step. So we get all the way to the closing table. Some people, believe it or not, have an attorney involved in the process and we're having to go behind them and clean this up. It's called tin care. So there's a tin care claim. So on every probate or estate, it's, you have to get this filed. And it sometimes can be a lengthy process. Um, your attorney should take care of it, but if not, make sure you get it. If you can't, our title company will take care of it and get that done for you. What that means is, are there any, cla any claims through TenCare on the property? It's very, very important. Any finance deal, any deal where there's title insurance involved, we cannot get it to closing. It will call something a cloud on title, and they will not issue title insurance, nor would you maybe want to close. The issue with that is some people may know whether there's a claim or not, but they whether they're in a nursing home or not, but if there's any kind of unpaid amount, it could come back against the estate and could mess things up at closing. So we want to make sure we do that. Sometimes 10 care claims takes about 30 days to get back. We had one the other day that we closed for a couple, and literally we had to get back with them three or four times right before closing to get that back. So in the nick of time. So make sure you're ahead of the game, getting your 10 care release and getting that back. Now, once you've opened probate, there is a mandatory four months from the date of probate with the clerk of the court to notice to creditor, creditors. Excuse me. So all the creditors need to be uh, verified and how they do that, they publish for two weeks in the newspaper consecutively in the county where the property is located and they verify basically it's a last chance for all the creditors to make a claim on the estate. So very, very important process. If any of these things are skipped during this process, it may cause the sale, may come back to you if you're handling that estate. Title, and comp title companies, insurance companies will all be involved in that process. That's why if you have somebody really good that helps you and walks you through this, a lot of this stuff you won't have to deal with. But these are things I want you to know to make sure during if you're going through that process um, as well. So we're coming on a break here in just a few minutes. Ad additional requirements. Um, if you don't have a will, we'll talk more in the second half of the show, whether you have a will or maybe you have a will, but it's not signed by everybody. What do we do? What do we do to get the house ready on the market? How do we do all this, pay the utility bills? What if there's a mortgage on it? We're going to talk all about this with Real Estate with Ryan, dealing with probates in your real estate. So you guys stay tuned on the second half of the show. At Genesis Real Estate Title, the homeowner comes first. Did you know that it's the buyer's choice when it comes to a title company? Locally owned and operated and serving Knoxville and surrounding communities, Genesis Real Estate Title was built on the belief that a local company is your best choice for personal service. With 19 years experience, Carla Long's focus has always been on serving you. Genesis Real Estate Title offers free consults to home buyers to educate them about title insurance and closing before starting the purchasing process. Call 865-454-8000. Genesis Real Estate Title, the beginning to securing your investment. If you're wanting to purchase a new home but have questions about rates, programs, and costs, you need to call Chris Hogreff with Gateway Mortgage Group. 
He has 17 years of lending experience in Knoxville and would love to help. Chris will happily answer all of your questions, and then he'll get you the best mortgage loan with the lowest rate. Also, Gateway Mortgage does not sell your loan after closing. You'll be their client for life. Come see how quick and stress-free it is to get quickly approved with Chris Hograff. Call him at 257-7777 to set an appointment to visit him at his office on Cedar Bluff. NMLS 289-930. Hey, Knoxville, Laura Ingram here. Thinking about selling your home with all the headaches that most people experience? Well, not all real estate agents operate the same. You have someone right here in your own backyard you can trust if you need to sell your home. I'm talking about Ryan Coleman of Hometown Realty. His system outmarkets and outsells 99% of other agents in the Knoxville area. Ryan spends thousands of dollars every week on marketing, and he drives more buyers to your home, resulting in a home selling faster and for more money. Ryan has been voted by Knoxville News Sentinel as one of the best realtors in your area. What I like is when you call Ryan, you get Ryan. You're not passed off to another agent. And don't worry about getting stuck owning two homes or no home at all. Ryan guarantees to sell your home at a price and deadline acceptable to you, or he'll buy it himself. How cool is that? You can also listen to Ryan right here every Saturday on Talk Radio 92.3 FM and AM 760, or just call Ryan directly at 693-SOLD. That's 693-7653, or go to ryancoleman.org and start packing. Welcome back. This is Real Estate with Ryan, your hometown expert. Ryan talks all things real estate and gives you the most up-to-date information on the Knoxville market and surrounding counties. Ryan Coleman with Hometown Realty. Welcome back, guys. Ryan Coleman with Hometown Realty. If you're tuning in for the first time, thank you so much for tuning in. Every week we're here in the studios. We're talking about real estate, anything and everything real estate. So thank you for tuning in. You guys ever need us? You ever need some help in real estate? Um, questions out there. We'll be glad to answer those. It's an easy number. It's 693-SOLD, or you can visit us more about this probate show that we're talking about. Anything, everything real estate, make sure you guys visit my site. It's ryancoleman.org. So in the first half of the show, we're talking about probate and how to deal with real property during that process. Hope you don't ever have to deal with it, but if you do, it can be a very lengthy. I've got several documents here going through it. So try not to get in too much in the weeds with it, but it can be an overwhelming process. As we were talking about the first part of the show, really make sure you line yourself up and delegate with some great professionals. Make sure you have a good probate attorney, a good real estate agent that understands the process and that can walk you through this every step of that. So we were talking about additional requirements and talking about care a little bit. So if you've ever sold a house into probate, you understand care could be that last thing at the very, very end. If you don't have it covered, guess what? you'll need it and it could delay closing. Well, that could be a domino effect, especially if we have another sale and another sale all rotting on this particular closing. We've got one now that we're closing in in pretty record time. And we thought it would be more having to get our lawyers involved and help them through the process and actually turned out to be a little bit easier than we thought. So you just really never know. I was chatting with uh, Carla's office over at Genesis Title and every scenario that you have really starts with the homework up front. So that's why examining the deed and the chain of ownership is very, very important. Obviously, if it's it's just a spouse that's surviving, that's fairly easy. But it's when you get into the heirs and the kids. I remember one of the, the transactions, one of the most challenging transactions I think I've seen in 20 years was where we had to get five or seven different heirs children, grandparents, kids involved with the transaction had to track them down throughout maybe seven or 10 different states just to get this property sold. 
So it could be overwhelming, and some people will just give up on the process. We won't do that. We want to set you up for success, so that's why we're talking about this show. During that process with TenCare, um, it's important to understand that Tennessee law, real property is not included in probate. Estates invested immediately uh, upon death. So it has to be administered, okay? And you have to have the authority going to to do so. Usually the executor may direct and arrange for reasonable routine of the real estate. So one of the biggest questions is what do you do with that? Well, normally if you can get the probate taken care of, you can keep the utility bills, payments of the mortgage, lawn care, insurance premiums, all that can be directed over to you. Um, if we can help with any way on that, that's fairly uh, routine. But keep in mind, you want to make sure we keep the mortgage paid. If you can, keep in touch with them because if anything goes unpaid, they will unfortunately probably start the foreclosure process. So especially if there's equity in the property. Now here's the biggest question. Are the... Uh, or the estate, is the estate sufficient enough to pay the debts? That's a question we just dealt with one, and we had just barely enough to cover everything. Um, that's sometimes speculative of what the real estate property will be, what's the value. Uh, one of the things we want to start with that process, other than verifying the ownership, is you want to make sure that the first thing, if you can, get a real estate agent out there to get really fair market value, perfect world. If you're going to the court system, you're going to need an appraisal. We have a great lender over there at Gateway Mortgage and have, with Chris, um, have an opportunity to have you get some good appraisers to help you with that process and walk you through it. So real property, um, just because they pass in that process, just because people have a will, doesn't mean it's that clear and cut dry. Sometimes there's issues with that. You have to have two signatures. You have to have witnesses. Um, we'll get into a little bit of that, but let's talk about different opportunities or things that may be coming up during the process, um, during the probate. Well, one of the things I think that we see all the time is very routinely <clears throat> is sometimes making sure that you don't make a move too quickly when you're under a lot of pressure. So the biggest thing I always encourage is, is make sure you get an interview with an agent. Maybe you want to get two, make sure same thing with the probate, but do a little bit of your homework. Um, Start, starting this process, you're not going to be able to sell it before the probate process, but there is an opportunity that you don't have to wait the whole 12 months. I think that's the biggest misconception on probate is do I need to wait the whole 12 months? Now, the challenge with that is you can sell it, especially in a market that we're in, right? So the market is, you know, it's been going up, 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 up. With anything goes up, there's an opportunity to have challenge. So in a probate that could tie you up in a political year, rates are good. That asset, if you're going to sell it, makes sense to sell it at the peak of the market. So it may make sense that if you can get your debts in order and you can get the property in the market, let's say it's going to happen here in the spring market or summer market where it's going to yield the most return, it may make sense to go ahead and, and sell the property and put the and put the funds into into the probate um, escrow and the title companies and attorneys can help you all with that. Make sure you file a petition with the court. That's probably one of the biggest things that uh, people don't do quick enough. And make sure that you are the person that you're able to sell the home. Sometimes there's a gray area that just because you're the administrator doesn't mean that you're able to sell the property. Um, do not put the home for sale until you receive approval from the court or the clerk. Um, obviously from there, you wanna put the house on the market. Um, you want to find a buyer at that process. Make sure you, you, you check your values. Sometimes we deal with um, a lot of probates. And with, during that process, 
they have investors coming out the woodworks. I know the one client that we helped here that's pending on Hill Road, um, they had an investor that they just wanted to pay. They wanted payoff. They wanted something for free. So you have to watch out for those guys. They're just looking for the uh, uh, a really good deal and try to take advantage of the situation. Um, now, generally, most cases on a probate, most title companies in the process will need to know that you have handled that process or the funds are set aside during that probate process. Some things that you can do to get the process started, even if it's some time on the market, I would say one of the bigger things that is if the home needs to be, you know, cleaned out or some an estate sale, these are perfect opportunities to start that process. If it's spring cleaning, maybe the house needs a little power washing, landscaping, things like that. It's a good opportunity to start getting bids and prices from different vendors throughout the area. Obviously, leading off family in that area, having an opportunity, if you do have family close, somebody that you can count on and check on the property. Now you've got a vacant property, no one's living there, and that's where anything could happen. You could have break-ins, you could have leaky pipes, things like these happen. It's very, very important. Why a great real estate agent in your market, especially if you're out of state, have somebody that can check on the property periodically so that it's not left vacant. Another misconception in the marketplace is make sure that you have the appropriate insurance. The number one thing I think most people really overlook during that process. So the insurance company, let's say you're, we'll pick on our buddies, Allstate. I have those, so they're good clients of mine. Um, we go with Allstate. You're in good hands, right? Perfect. Well, if you don't change your policy, if you don't change something to make sure that that's a vacant dwelling or that you occupy that that may be a future rental property if you keep it, there could be issues. There could be a deny of claim. So make sure you do that. Um, insurance are really big on those particular items, and they do do drive-bys and check the probates and things like that. So that's a very, very important. Um, from there, once you get a chance to get the property and go through the personal belongings, working with your family and those items, it's important to get with an agent on the process of a walkthrough. Even if you're not ready there, an agent's going to be really be your best opportunity in the marketplace to see what items do we do? Do we need to put new carpet in? Do we need to get painting? And a lot of that comes down to really the owner, what they're looking to accomplish. Are they looking to maximize every dollar out of it? Or we're getting fair market value with little wear and tear. Maybe it needs a little TLC, carpet and paint. But you can price adjust for that. It doesn't mean that you need to go ahead and redo it to the neighbors that's to a T. There's a thing about having an opportunity in the marketplace that is priced accordingly and I'm a firm believer if we're going to spend 15 grand and we don't get that return back, I don't want to spend any money there that we're not going to get the return for. I think in closing on the show, just keep in mind that the probate process can be lengthy, it can be overwhelming, and it can be daunting. Um, just know that you're not alone. There's a lot of resources out here. There's a lot of information. We'll go ahead and put this up on our website on ryancoleman.org. So if you guys have any questions about the probate process, we do have some information we can mail out to you. Feel free to reach out to us. Of course, the website's ryancoleman.org. And know during that process, you don't have to make a quick decision. You can be at your own time, be at peace, rely on family members through that process. Watch the market. Keep an eye on date with that. And then always get an appraisal through that process. Every week you're listening to Real Estate with Ryan. I hope you enjoy the content. Hope you guys, if you're watching us out there in social media, make sure you follow and like our page. It means the world. We've got all kinds of new things going in for 2020. We've got some giveaways. We've got some sports stuff. You guys definitely want to stay tuned. 
And again, if you needed us for any kind of real estate needs, it's 693-SOLD, 693-SOLD. Until next week, we're really going to have a great show. Wait for you to be there. And hopefully, I can bring you news on baby Isaac here in the upcoming weeks. You guys have a great weekend. Talk to you next week. Thank you for tuning in. You can reach out to Ryan anytime at 693-SOLD. Look us up on Facebook or visit him online at ryancoleman.org. And make sure to join us every Saturday at 11 a.m. only on Talk Radio 92.3 FM and AM 760.